Hey, Glicks. Do you think we might could add a room to fit a Gyarados and and you, you want a Growlithe? Can yes. We, can we have a Pokemon room I, on the ship? I need a Growlithe now. Can Gyarados? Please? Please, Glicks. I, I suppose we can. can. But, but which, which era of those would you prefer? Red, blue, and yellow era. Or something from the Sword and Shield era. Oh, that's a good question. That That's a very good I'm, question. I'm, we better talk about this. Yeah. Glicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Ikuri. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 102 of ComTalk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the show for Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas, and with me is... Celeste, and we are so glad that you have hit play today. Do us a favor and check out all of our other stuff, but also, uh, you know, rate, subscribe, leave a review um, mm-hmm. where you can. <laughs> Google, you can't. Exactly. So, but hey, as like you guys heard from our intro, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Um, and Pokemon. <laughs> and the reason is this. Uh, about a year ago, we had a Switch, and we got Pokemon Shield. Yes. And um, for context, I've been playing Pokemon, or I had played Pokemon in elementary and junior high, and I played red and blue. And you had played Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. And then you played a little bit of yellow on the DS. No, no, no. I played yellow. I played a little bit of red. Yes. Um, And the game kept crashing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we had old cartridges, basically. Yeah. And so, um, but we noticed some differences. Like between the way that things ran in Pokemon Sword and Shield versus the way they ran in red, red and yellow, or red and blue, and then consequently yellow also. So we thought it'd be interesting to talk about those differences and uh, kind of talk about what the games, the stories were about, and then reversely talk about the way it plays out for us, um, like what we liked and didn't like about it. Right. So uh, buckle up, I guess, because um, I'm about to get nostalgic here. Got to catch them all. <laughs> so I was going to go through and read this whole synopsis about what the entire game is, but um, it got frustrating. So we're not going to do that. So I'm just going to summarize a whole bunch. But It's too much. Let me sum up. <laughs> so Pokemon Red and Yellow, or Red and Blue rather, are 1996 role-playing video games that came out for by Game Freak for Game Boy. Uh, they were originally called uh, Pocket Monsters Red uh, and Green in Japan, but when it came stateside, they became Red and Blue. And uh, these are games that are, the, the basic story of it is simply this. It takes place in what's called the Kanto region, and you are a young kid, and as you go out into the high grass, you're stopped by Professor Oak, who's like this elder of the town of Pallet Town. He's like, hey, don't do that. Uh, there's wild Pokemon out there. You need protection. It's kind of the 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 Pokemon uh, version of. It's dangerous. Take this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he takes you to his lab, and you get to choose one of the three starting Pokemon. Uh, Unless you play Yellow, and then you just get Pikachu. It's a true story, and that's where some of the differences kick in. But then you're on this adventure, and basically the main plot line of it is he's giving you this Pokedex. Which is kind of weird because he's like, hey, I'm too lazy to do my job. Here, kid, go find all the Pokemon for me. I mean, if you think about it, though, it's not because this is how scientists work. Like when they categorize stuff, they get other people to help them. Right. That's it's basically the clinical trial of Pokemon. at the Pokedex, nothing is in your Pokedex when you start the game. 
except for the Pokemon that you have. Meaning, the only Pokedex, the only Pokemon he's documented are, well, he's documented none of them. Well, but then you come across the guy later in, in oh, I can see the town in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of water to it, and it's right before the, the nursery where you drop off the Pokemon to mm-hmm. level up, um, that knows like everything right. about all of them. You get so much more information from him than you do from Professor Oak. So maybe Professor Oak just started the project. <laughs> I went, hey, let me get this kid. Right. So, I don't know, maybe. But bottom line is, you're out on a venture basically to find all the Pokemon that you can. And at the same time, you have to deal with an evil organization called Team Rocket. And you discover that you're on this... This journey to beat the Elite Four, which are like the the masters of Pokemon, and um, and in the same time you have to face off against your arch nemesis, sort of, basically like the the local bully. Yeah, in in the original series, he was definitely a bully. Yeah, and um, and so you got to face off against him several times. Um, now, depending on which version you're playing, red or blue, uh, his name was either Gary. Or it was Gary. something else. I forgot what it was now. But they that was that was red and blue. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was real simple, I think. Yeah. Um, there's strategy to it. There's a lot of things you have to think about. There was. And um, and that that was the game. You get you get Pokemon, and like I said, it's an RPG, so you have to build their stats, you gotta equip them with certain things, and you really had to strategize between what you want. Like the first town, I forgot what the first town was called, but you had to face off against Brock. Who was the a ground type Pokemon and really rock type Pokemon? I'm sorry, and he had um, Geodude and Onix, and so like in the if your starting Pokemon was uh, Charmander, you're Charmander. up a creek. <laughs> you're up a creek. Yeah, because fire does nothing against the rock Pokemon. You was gonna die. <laughs> you gonna die. <laughs> so you had to kind of figure out. Of course, you don't know that we fire fire up the game. So, but that was Pokemon Red and Blue, right? Now there were some differences between Red and Blue and Yellow. Yes. What were some of the differences you saw in Yellow? Um, I really didn't see a ton of differences, except for like when talking with you. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference is that you don't actually get to choose. Your starter Pokemon, mm-hmm. you just automatically get Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, and he follows you. You don't get to yeah. have that in red and blue. Yeah, he walks with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary was more of a jerk. Yeah. Well, especially in that first instance, because it's like, hey, there's two left, and you don't get to choose. He just grabs one and runs, <laughs> and it's left with Pikachu. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense, but... There, there was that. So I didn't play enough. I didn't get far enough in red before it glitched mm-hmm. and deleted my game. Right. Because tell me how frustrated I was with that. <laughs> you were very frustrated. I have worked so many magic carps into a Gyarados. <laughs> so that's um, that was red, red, blue, and yellow. And yellow, really, what it was was a it was a reskin of red and blue. At, yeah, because of the success of the cartoon. Which have you seen much of the cartoon? No, not that. really. I think we watched the first episode, and then we watched a couple of the movies. Mm-hmm. So we have to fix that, just so you have the experience of it. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. We well, I mean, tried it's on to, Netflix. We tried to watch some with Noah, and he just wasn't that into it. Yeah. 
So, no, we tried introducing him to Digimon. Digimon, yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Digimon's kind of weird. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, playing Yellow, what was some of the stuff you liked about Yellow? Um, I liked that the grinding was just kind of easy, if that makes sense. Like, it fell into a pattern. Mm-hmm. You could easily, because I came into it knowing I was going to need to grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of would grind as I went. Right. So I would purposefully run in high grass for no reason. Um, it was nice and chill. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of, like, again, because I had the advantage of the when I played the game, it had been around for years. Mm-hmm. So I had the advantage of knowing things that were going to happen. Right. So I utilized that to my strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, I don't necessarily, the storyline was super loose for me though. Mm. So that was not as big of a deal mm-hmm. to me as it was the exploration, the getting to see different ones, mm-hmm. the learning that, because it was a very predictable game. Mm-hmm. So you could know, Okay, if I go over into this area, one of two things is going to show up. Right. Um, which was great if you were looking for that. Like when I wanted a Nidoran girl and a Nidoran male, I knew every other time I went, I was going to get one or the other. Right. So if I accidentally made one faint, I knew I could back out of that field, go back in that field, the male would show up. I could defeat the male, go back out of the field, go back into the field, and then I get the female. Um, So I quickly learned that. Um, It's, like I said, it's a good chill game. I still have it on the DS, even though I beat it, Mm -hmm. just so that I can take my my characters and go play, play in fields, play in the high grass. Absolutely. Because I can't do it in real life. (laughs) Because allergies. Because allergies. (laughs) So one of the things I remember being a kid playing this game was the rumors. Like, this is before we re- the internet was really a big deal. Right. And rumors spread like wildfire. There were rumors about a mysterious Pokemon, which in the game was missing. Yeah. Like, it said there was 150 Pokemon, but there was 151. Yeah. But, because at the end of the game, you had the opportunity to go to this cave and, and fight and capture Mewtwo. See, but they took that out. Did they? It's not in yellow. No. There was no option to go to any cave to get Mew. The only way, because I looked it up, the only way to get Mew was to make the game glitch. Mew no. or Mew 2? Mew. I'm okay. sorry. I'm, I'm talking about Mew 2. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I might have to pick the game back up. Yeah, then. Mew 2 was in, was in the games, I thought. I'm looking it up right now, trying to see if I can find him. I don't think he was. Because so. that would have meant that in the anime that the movie we saw would have had to have already happened for anyone to know who Mewtwo was. So, all right. So I'm looking up a, a quick wiki how things you need. Game boy, red, blue. Da, 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 da. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. The glitch that you had originally told me about to go to the cave to get Mew. Not Mew, Mewtwo. I never knew a way because, because I was, I was about to get there. There was no way to actually get Mewtwo. There was a glitch you got. That's to make it pass it to you. Do you mean Mew? No, I meant Mew. But getting Mew 2, there was, like, because I had Mew 2 on my, um, on my Game Boy. Mm. And that caught him legitimately. Um, the glitch to get Mew, though, 
I didn't look it up early enough, I would have had, I would have to reset my game mm-hmm. to get Mew because you have to like do something funny in between Pallet Town and I think it's Viridian. Right. Uh, let's see here. So one person says uh, Mew is not obtainable in Pokemon Yellow without the aid of a cheat device, which was a Game Shark back then. Back in the day, you had to attend a real life Nintendo event to get it. Um, so, but what about Mewtwo? I think they put it into the downloadable game later because they knew nobody's going to go to a Nintendo event. <laughs> All right, so now now we got discretions here because I, I I'm I haven't promised finding out if you can get Mewtwo in this game. But either way, the rumor mill came around about how to get Mew. Mm-hmm. Like to the point, like there was a truck in one of the cities, and like they're like the rumor was you had to like fly certain areas and go to the truck and use no one of the Pokemon abilities to move the truck, and then it either open up to a cave or there was a Pokeball that you could pick up with Mew in it. Mm. And so there was a lot to it right there in that game. Right. So, um, but I think that was part of the joy of it was like you had these rumors, you have friends talking about it. And another great aspect of the game is you had to be face-to-face with people. I say it was a good thing and a terrible thing. Right. You had to be face-to-face with people to trade to get certain Pokemon because only certain Pokemon were on red, only certain were on blue. Mm-hmm. And you had to have friends to trade with. And yellow, I think, they paired with green. Really? Which was only released in Japan. Are you sure about that? I I know green was never released in America. Right. But I think you can you could trade with a uh, with the red and blue. Oh, Surely. could you? Surely you could. I don't think so. I don't know because I I read something when I was playing through it because I was reading all the the mm-hmm. help things. Not that this is a super intense game that you really need that, but mm-hmm. like I wanted to to get certain characters and to do certain things because again I came in with a certain level of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was saying that while the original games were in Japan were red and green, and then they changed it to red and blue when it came to America, when yellow released, they updated green to be the counterpart to yellow because yellow was just a reskin. Mm-hmm. So they basically redid green and released it with yellow. I've never heard of this before. You, But you and I talked about it, so we did. I know, but I don't know. I'm having some weird... I don't know about memory blinks about this. It's been a while. We've been through COVID. We have. <laughs> so, all right. So, all that being said, um, the par- there was a system that you had to pair up with people. Yeah. Which I think created a great community. That was some of the hype about it. You had to have friends. Now, if you're like me, you didn't have friends. Um, I ended up having to get Red and Blue separately. Play them both. And I had I remember playing Like, I've beaten the game a couple times. Because I remember I wanted certain Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I had to plan a way of doing things so I could trade back because there are only some Pokemon you can only get by trading. Yeah. Like it would only evolve once it traded, which yeah, there are horror stories of linking up with friends and going, all right, I'm going to trade this person, this character to you so he can evolve into this. And like people go, Oh sweet. And they disconnect and like, Nope, not trading back. That's me. That is terrible. So you had to have good friends. Yeah. <laughs> you had to have good friends. I just had the disadvantage of I was a 30-something-year-old woman. <laughs> and nobody was playing the game. Like, I was I was playing this game when we went to SquadCon. Mm-hmm. And so I took my DS with me on the plane. And I had a couple games, mm-hmm. a couple I hadn't played. 
um, I put in the Little Mermaid one and then realized you have to sing into the mic and went, oh, heck no, we're not doing this on the plane. <laughs> um, but I we sat down on the ride home and there was a guy next to me and he was like, he was one of the ones that he sleeps on the plane. Yeah. And so it we get to the point where we're like, okay, you can pull out your stuff. And I pull out the thing and I start playing Pokemon. And he looks over at me and he goes, is that Pokemon? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, retro. And rolls over and falls asleep. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. But it was good. Like, and I was like, and like I was in the middle of a fight. And mm-hmm. so when I looked into him again to like continue the conversation, mm-hmm. He, he was asleep already. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Right. So what make you like made you like Pokemon Yellow? I liked Pokemon Yellow because I liked Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu was cute. Um, I also knew that if I bought the fish off the one guy that I was going to end up with Gyarados. Right. And like I said, I've I've trained a lot of Magikarps into, <laughs> into Gyarados because every time I'm like, yes, I'll buy that fish. <laughs> um, and then I then I train it up and I, I get a right. get a Gyarados. And even though I'm frustrated with Splash! Splash! I'm like, shut <laughs> up. So I will say this, like that is part of the the appeal was the adorableness of the animals. Oh yeah. You and I we we we've said this before. We like cute things. We do. We love animals. And so that was like like playing Pokémon was like let me play Tamagotchi without worrying about my animals dying. Yes. Cuz if I set the <laughs> game down and don't think about it, I'm not going to come back to a skeleton. Exactly. That was terrifying. Jeez. Tamagotchi I was I saw a meme that said, we're still playing Tamagotchi, except we're the stupid animal we're taking care of. I was like, oh, oh. That's sad. That is sad. <laughs> so that is a part of people, like, especially, because that was the thing about about the original generation. And we'll get into this a little bit later when we talk about Sword and Shield. I, when you gr- when you were doing grinding with a Pokemon, mm-hmm. you had to focus on just that one Pokemon. Like, that, like... The only Pokemon that got experience in the game were the ones that went to the battlefield. Until you got to like, I don't know, level. It was pretty high level. It was right. It was when I was grinding for um, the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. But you got a stone yeah, yeah. that split everything. Yeah. But that was like much later, like for the most part. Oh, yeah. And so like it almost became like, like, like they were like legitimate pets. Like you're putting a lot of attention into a singular character. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because they are, they're, they're characters. Like you can collect several of one type. And they would all have different personalities. And you could even like, as they grew, you could have them upgrade to different, mm-hmm. um, different abilities so yeah. that you ha- you could have, an, dear Lord, all the Eevees. Um, all the but, Eevees. But you could have, you know, 20 different Gyaradoses and have them all do different things exactly. because Gyarados can go water. Gyarados can go psychic, and Gyarados can do just brute force. Right. So you had to strategize a little bit, but you put attention to these. And so they they, they had their personalities of their own. You know, it's like people talk about um, Final Fantasy and all these other RPGs. The reason why these are popular, the ones that are most popular, in my opinion, are the ones where they build story, yes, but there's attention given to one or two characters, and you develop a, a love for those characters. Mm-hmm. And so in Pokemon you develop a love for some of your Pokemon because you're like, you know, this is the one you spend more time yeah. with and, you know, God help you if you name it personally. Like, past it's like, you know, uh, Gyarados. Like, you name it something like... Nessie. Nessie, like Celeste. 
I didn't do that in in sword. No, shield. We have shield. Yeah. I didn't do that in shield because <laughs> I was like, I don't know the names of any of these things. Yeah. So I'm that, not going to. Yeah. Now, that was a thing was I feel like um, with the only be 150, those are the ones that carried over to the cartoon. Yeah. And there's so much like you learn the names of these, of these things. Like it was a. I feel like I was di- I was deeper in the Pokemon world with the well, original. And then you even have people like me who didn't weren't necessarily in it, but I have a base knowledge of I know what Charizard is. Mm. I may not know, you know, it's Charizard. It's what is it? It's Charizard, Charmeleon, and Charmander. Charmander going backwards. I thought I was going forward. No, you're going backwards. <laughs> Charizard was the was the oh, and then Charmeleon, and then Char Char Charmander was the the base form yeah so i may not know clearly all <laughs> the evolutions like i know bulbasaur right and i knew ivysaur but i don't remember what the the, the next one is right but like there there is this kind of collective knowledge of just growing up in the same time frame right because it was so popular yeah even if you weren't into it you have somewhat of a knowledge about it exactly exactly i now, help me out with um, Pokemon Yellow. Did you ever evolve, or was he able to evolve, um, Pikachu? No, Pikachu doesn't evolve. Um, the only time I've ever evolved a Pikachu was I caught a wild one, and that one mm-hmm. evolved. But the one you get from Professor Oak Never does. does not. Interesting. And I only ran into one Pikachu. Mm-hmm. I think it was a glitch. Either that's a glitch or the <laughs> algorithm for Pikachu showing up is so low. Probably is. That you just don't. Right. So that was a thing I remember back when I was in, in elementary school and junior high where a lot of my friends did not want to um, evolve Pikachu. They, want, they didn't want to go to Raichu. Oh no, I know what it was. Huh. You don't you don't come across a Pikachu. You come across Raichu. Oh. So I caught a Raichu by itself and then it evolved to the the next level. Yeah. See, that's interesting. That I can't remember what it is now. So, but that was a that was a thing for a lot of my friends. They didn't want to they didn't want to go past Pikachu because they got fell in love with the show. <laughs> like the show really didn't endear you for the original franchise. I think that's probably why they did that in yellow Mm because I was a little frustrated because I'm like, I want Pikachu to be as big and bad as he can Mm -hmm. to match up with Nessie. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't evolving. Now it was probably still getting the same moves, but I don't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, possibly. But but again, that that was the whole point of yellow was to pair it with the show because you had a whole generation of individuals who loved the cartoon. And so they're like, man, I love this anime. And they were trying to make red and blue feel like the anime as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So that because they the complete rescan. If you look up the the original skins of red and blue versus the Pokemon in yellow, oh yeah, they're ver- they're rounder, they're less pixelated. Big big difference. The I would say the pixel art is better, and I gotta wonder if they had more money oh, for sure. yellow, like. Sure. Red and blue were the starter things and everybody fell in love with it. But Mm -hmm. then when they came out with yellow, they're like, there's this show and everybody loves it. So let's make it look really good. Absolutely. Now, there was some controversy with Pokemon. Uh, You had people who were simply just ignorant and um, try to say it was demonic and it was like showing like how demons fight. Not at all. 
And uh, to the point where there was actually, there was a fake article that went out. <laughs> and I don't know what, who does this junk, but like there was an article. Avalon B from the 90s? <laughs> I, but, but malicious. And basically what it was, mm. is they made, somebody made this fake article that said that, because um, there was an interview with a creator at one point in time where he talked about the stuff. And he, really, he explained legitimately that like part of him creating this was because he grew up not having a lot of friends, and, but he was a bug collector. And so this was kind of his way of, of combining his two of, you know, his, the things that he collected were his friends, but he had this love for collecting bugs. He's literally bug catcher in the game. Yeah. So, but somebody created a fake article that was a continuation of the interview and it's been debunked a thousand times. Um, but it's still like, it's so ingrained in the psyche of individuals today that they see these fake stories where they say, well, he was actually, his parents were Christians and, he was purposely trying to subvert Christian values by talking about evolution and stuff like that. Not at all. Like none of that it was true is was spoken at all. And um, but you just have people who were just stupid about things. Right. So that's the original stuff. Now let's jump forward a little bit. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Celeste, right. what is Pokemon Shield about? This is technically the the storyline of both of them, but it takes place in the Galar region. Um, which is a a narrow, expansive land, and it's set. It it is inspired by that's the word I'm looking for the region of Great Britain. Um, so in some of the landmarks, some of the buildings looks like the House of Parliament. Um, you have towns and cottages with Victorian architect architecture. Hmm. There's some steampunk towns which I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. Um, and then the gyms are stylized like football stadiums because you do have the Dynamaxing mm-hmm. aspect. So they need big areas for these big old boys. Yeah. Um, I say that. It could be girls. <laughs> but, you know. So it's... And then you have different things like the wild region. Um, the general story is that you are friends with the current champion, uh, little the brother. brother yeah. And... It's become more of a an accepted sport. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have kids now who are like, I'm going to be a soccer star. Well, in this world, it's I'm going to be the champion Pokemon mm-hmm. battler. Yeah. Um, and it seems more emphasized in this than in the original one. Oh, yeah, it is. Because in the original one, you were just beating the gyms to get things. Mm-hmm. Like, after each one, you got something. Mm-hmm. Whether it was a Pokemon or it was a stone or it was a something um and this it's a it is a way of life like as you're going through the towns people are like oh you're the one who did that i saw your your battle like the the gym i just left because the the side people comment on things like you can go up to them and Mm -hmm. talk to them but some of them you just kind of go near them and it's like they're talking like you're overhearing it yeah and one of them was like oh wow i was voting for such and such of the champion but now i'm voting for this one <laughs> talking about you right. as the player mm-hmm. um so and then there's a bit of a historical mystery going on because they're trying to figure out a legend that they've uncovered something about the legend mm-hmm. that is different yeah um so you have that you have you don't have i haven't seen team rocket but you have team yell yeah that, that that's different they're they're like punk rockers <laughs> that are voting for one particular competitor. Right. And she's like, Ugh, you guys are stupid. I'm right. like, typical, typical emo <laughs> kid. Um 
But you have all these things. Um, you have the director of the games. That's It's just interesting. Yeah. So this one, again, this is many years removed from what you from the many original years one. i think this came out in 2000 well let me double check that yeah like 2019 2018 and there's a lot of changes in it from this and the other one um we've missed a lot of iterations we've missed a lot and that was part of my, my apprehension about going into i've been wanting to get back into pokemon uh the games we haven't had the systems for it to begin with but there's just so much more in this i remember playing it and um on stream like what is this it's it's an ice cream cone pokemon i mean but that one's cute (laughs) so but you have there's a lot to this and it seems a lot more complicated than the other one a little bit yeah so graphically it's beautiful though oh my gosh it's gorgeous like it's 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 not open world but it kind of feels like there's open world stages yeah you definitely have like in between the storyline, mm-hmm. you have where you can kind of do whatever you want. Right. Um, I do find myself leveling Pokemon up much faster than I did in the other one. Well, that's because in this one, you don't have to wait to get the stone that helps you level everything mm-hmm. up. That as long as it's in your pocket, all your Pokemon level up. Right. They automatically, through every battle, mm-hmm. level your Pokemon up. Right. Which is, it was, it's a different system. We'll get into some of our likes and dislikes. I'll let you know what our thoughts are on that. But like, I found myself often going, oh my gosh, like I've loved up. Like I, I went into it playing like I did red and blue mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, this is my main Pokemon. Like I, I chose one off the, off the front end. This is the one I'm going to start with and I'm going to level him up. And in red and blue, my strategy was that's the one that goes out in front every time. Right. But if I want to level one up, that goes out first. So like, great example. Um, in red and blue, you go into that first little uh, wooded area and there's a lot of bug catchers and stuff like that. It's the, it's where you get um, Caterpie mm-hmm. or um, what is it? It becomes a wasp. But basically either, um, I can't remember the name. I can't either. But in their cocoon stages, which you never Kakuna. Ca- Kakuna. Never catch them in their coons, in their cocoon stages because all they're gonna do is shudder. Exactly, you've got to get them when they're before they're they're still in the warm stages. That way, they actually have some sort of attack before they go into cocoon. But my strategy was if I if I couldn't get one, go ahead and get the cocoon stage one, and I'll go into the battle, put it first so it goes out first, and switch out for one of my bigger ones. But the bigger one knock out the the bad guy, so they both shared in the experience points. This right. one. It doesn't matter. They all get experience points. Yeah. And I remember at one point, um, the main Pokemon I was really focusing on, or that I wanted him to become my big bad, like the one that was kind of pulling my team. Right. My my Pikachu, if you will. He had leveled up so far that I couldn't control him anymore. Yeah. And that's one of the things that in both games I did appreciate um, is you you if you don't have the gym badges, you can't control the Pokemon past a certain stage. Mm-hmm. I just got there so much faster. Which, to an extent, I enjoy. Because, well, for me, these games, both of them are just chill. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not putting hours and hours into Mm -hmm. Pokemon. Yeah. Unless I'm just really needing to unhook my brain Mm -hmm. from reality. Yeah, I get that. Um, And even then, I have other games that I use for that, too. Right. But... 
So I'm able to progress mm-hmm. even if I don't pick up the game for weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I, I played a little bit before we started recording this podcast. I had just finished a uh, gym. And so I, I kind of went through the storyline part right after the gym while you were making breakfast. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take long to remember what, what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. Like, it, it's not a, like, you know, it's like, like some games you go back to you and like, Oh my gosh, how do I do this? You're not right. sure where you're at. Um, but like I said, it just, it threw me off how mm-hmm. fast. And I think some of that is because there's so much Pokemon now. Yeah. There are so many Pokemon. They're like, you need help to upgrade your stuff. Well, and then there's another feature in this game that there wasn't in the original that I appreciate because again, there are so many Pokemon now mm-hmm. that you can have teams Yeah, and you can go into it and choose different teams. Now I've not entirely figured out how to switch out teams, mm-hmm. but I mean, you can easily, they've made it to where you can do it on the go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be at a Pokestop. Right. Um, and you can easily switch out the Pokemon for different ones. For an example, I was telling you that I was like, Oh, I'm about to go into the ice battle. Right. And so I went and grabbed all my fire Pokemon. Right. And, and basically weighted my team to where I wouldn't have to struggle to beat mm-hmm. the gym leader. And I, do, I had done that with all of them because some of them I just don't... Like, there's new types since the old one. Right. Like, fairy didn't used to be a thing. I mean, it was. Clea fairy was a fairy. I think she was listed as, like, as a normal type. Yeah, she was a normal type. So, you have normal, you have ice now, um, which was kind of a thing, but not really. Mm. There was no ice gym. Mm. Um, fire, ground, grass, water. Mm-hmm. And then there's dark um, and something else I'm not thinking of. Mm. Rock. Yeah. Ground and rock are different. And I think ground and rock used to be the same. Mm. So they've they've divvied things up. So like some of it, I got to the dark area and I was like, I need to figure out what defeats this. Yeah. Like, like it's definitely an eternal game of like rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spot, Cleaverry? Pretty much. <laughs> so, well, since you brought up the gyms, let's talk about the gyms because okay. the the gym battles are so much different in this one than the original. I really enjoy it, though. You know, I've, I'm have i growing to like them. You know, in the, in the original one, you go to a gym and you fight the basically the underlings and you fight the gym leader. Right. And these, there's like many game challenges Mm -hmm. it's puzzles yeah and then you fight the gym leader well it's like i was fighting the i was doing the most recent one i did was the ice gym Mm -hmm. um and so in that one you are you're given a device that will tell you if the ice is starting to get thin Mm -hmm. and so it there's several sections and you have to go move real slowly and walk a little bit forward. And if it starts beeping, you walk a little bit back. Mm-hmm. You walk a little bit to the side. And if it starts beeping, you walk a little bit back. Mm-hmm. And once you clear that, you fight an underling. Yeah. And then when you fight the underling, unless you turn off the game, because I've done that with one of the gyms. I turned off the game. Didn't realize it didn't save. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Um, it saves you at that spot. Mm-hmm. So even if you fall through the ice, 
you just start back at the beginning of that section. Which is nice. Yeah, very nice. I think they've taken things that people were frustrated with. From the past games. From past games, and they have improved. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't like to grind a lot. They Mm -hmm. don't like the strategy that you and I are used to with the old game. Mm Mm-hmm where you are constantly having to adjust who's in front to make sure you're leveling up your Pokemon evenly. Mm -hmm. They'd rather it just happen. Right. Um, Also, I don't think that, I think that they were trying to make the gems more interesting Mm. by doing the puzzles because a lot of the Pokemon stuff, even in the original game was a puzzle. Yeah, it was. But this was like, to date, I haven't had an aggravating cave. Well, Zubats. Dear God. (laughs) But the, the gym badges, like I said, it's, I was struggling with it first because when I walked in, I was like, I just want to fight these guys and go through. Mm-hmm. But the mini games, they, they've become interesting to me. Mm-hmm. They, they've definitely have expanded some stuff. Well, and they also kind of give you a better feel for things. Because mm-hmm. like, like, like I was saying, I didn't know about dark type. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. So in trying the mini games, I was learning more about the type Mm -hmm. and was able because you have a few moments like you don't have to immediately as soon as you defeat the puzzles Mm -hmm. go in to defeat the big bad not the big bad the gym leader um you have a few seconds where you could change out pokemon and i have um it's generally a you're standing in this like tunnel as you walk out onto the field right but you do have that opportunity when the game is not propelling you forward. You are in control. Right. So the, I will say this because you, you, just what you're saying, both games seem to be really good at teaching you how to play the game as you play the game. Yes. Like, like I said, you didn't know much about the dark type. And so, but you could, come together and go, hey, this is what it is, and then strategize. And that, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I like about these games. Yeah. Like, as people look at it, like, oh, you're playing with your Pokemon. But <laughs> but there's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. Yeah. I remember um, Pastor Dusen, who is a, another streamer, a uh, great guy, watching him uh, play Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield on his streams. And he does, he does like, the ch- like the actual, like, he's online playing against other people battles. But he's talking about strategizing and having mm-hmm. to do certain things and equipping them with certain other aspects. There's a lot of work that goes into understanding these games right. and playing them. But at the same time, they present it in such a way that makes it easy to get. Like, while it has enough of a storyline to keep me going with the game, because you know me, I'm not going to stick with something that doesn't have a ton of storyline to it unless it's just adorable like Splatoon, mm-hmm. which even has a, a mild storyline to it. Exactly. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not just going to play a game to play a game, <laughs> which just sounds ridiculous, but I enjoy story. Right. Um, but it's not... They do such a good job of teaching you that you're not getting frustrated with it. Yeah. It's not like some of the original games when you're like, what do I do with this? Yeah. Like I was trying to play the original Metroid on mm. the Super Nintendo Online. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what I'm doing. Right. There's no direction. Yeah. So what is, what is happening That was here? frustrating with that. I get that. Just didn't go back to the game. 
All right. Well, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we like and don't like about the changes that we've seen take place in Pokemon. And then also we want to ask you guys, what do you like and don't like? All right. So let's get into our commercial break. Crikey, looky there. <gasps> it's a rare Tarkophibian. You rarely see such a... Oh, did you see that? A Krakengliss Kaiju just chowed down that taco. But what does that even mean? It means that when you're done listening to Calm Talk, check out the Retro Rewind podcast. Oh, okay. All right, and we're back. Glad to have you guys here with us today as we've been talking about Pokemon, the kind of the, the evolution of Pokemon, if you will. And uh, like we said in the front end, we have, we skipped many versions of this game. Many versions. Many versions. We've not played any of the other ones in between. So this is a direct jump off. And for me, starting up Pokemon Shield was a bit jarring. I could see that. It was a bit jarring because I'm so used to red and blue mm-hmm. and the way that worked out, which has led me to go, man, there's some things I like. And there's a lot of things I dislike about the game. Right. So let's let's talk about some of those differences that we saw and what we liked and didn't like about the differences. So Celeste, we'll start with you. What's something that you, um, let's get the negatives out of the way, that you didn't like about the new stuff? I really don't have anything <laughs> that I didn't like. Yeah? Like, well, because it's really just, you have to look at it like two different games. Mm-hmm. It'd be like comparing... Um, it's it. I don't know. It's not apples to apples. It's apples to oranges. Right. They've progressed so far that it is two different games. It really is a completely different game in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So it's like it. It's like comparing Pokemon Go to Yellow. Mm-hmm. They don't compute. They're just using the same compute. Not computers. Uh, characters. Right. I get that. I get that. But at the same time, it is kind of jarring. Like example. Um, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't like the fact that all my Pokemon level up at the same time. Yeah. Like, and maybe that's because I've grown up with all kinds of RPGs. I'm used to the grinding system, but for me, I like the idea of, of spending time with one Pokemon Mm -hmm. and working on it. And I feel like to me that, that I feel more disconnected from my characters. This sounds terrible. People are like, you shouldn't feel connected to these fake characters anyways. Shut up. It happens. You read a book and you connect as a character. Oh my gosh, yes. So, but I feel like like we're di- more disconnected from the Pokemon we're playing with than I would have in Red and Blue because you're not spending time working and honing one particular Pokemon. See, and I think that I'm almost more connected to the characters because of the camping mechanism. Okay. Because you have the ability during the time frame where you're not pushing the storyline mm-hmm. to you can they have what's called they call it camping you set up in the middle of any place that's not a town and you can camp and you can cook for your pokemon you can play with your pokemon and so i've spent quite a bit of time playing with my pokemon i toss a ball i i jangle a feather and they attack me you can camp with other people if they're if you're online 
and play with their Pokemon and learn how your Pokemon respond. Um, it's even a good idea after you catch a Pokemon if it's a little aggressive towards you. Because um, some of them are. There's one of them. He's he's an ugly little thing. <laughs> but I like him. Um, he's a dark fairy. He, he's a multi-class type. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I camped and kind of got him to be more comfortable with me. And he started responding better in battle. Right. So while I understand your dislike of that, A, I don't like to grind. I get bored with it. Right. Um, but B, I think they've done a good job of doing something else that that gives you that same feel if you utilize it. And maybe that's the problem is I'm not utilizing the camping. You should, you should definitely camp with your with your Pokemon. Yeah. Take your kids out and camp, Dallas. <laughs> Spend time with them. It's like that commercial about take your kids on adventure in the woods. Go to the forest. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> so and I, I can see that, you know. But again, it just threw me off. Like in part again, part of it is I'm so used to working with one or two Pokemon at a mm-hmm. time. When I got to the point where I'm not even to the third to the third badge, and I've gotten to the point where if I use the Pokemon that I'm enjoying using right now anymore, he will level up and I can't use him anymore. Yeah. That frustrated me. That is difficult to me, and I think that is part of why I've been pushing through the story a lot. But mm-hmm. I naturally, and I ran into this problem in Yellow, I naturally am like, let me play the story, and mm-hmm. I'll go do side quests later. Right. Like, especially in something that lets me do that, mm-hmm. lets me go back and do the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know the story, and then I'll go through and find all the extra things. Right. Um, so... I enjoy the fact that I'm able to push forward. Mm-hmm. Like right now in um, in Shield, just beat the ice thing, and it's like, hey, explore the town, and it's it's taking me through story plot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, but I need to go f- find the next gem. Right? Where's the next gem? <laughs> Maybe that's the difference. Maybe because the other game, Red and Blue, it you needed to grind you needed to do certain things mm-hmm. i don't care what you say in the first game you don't need to go to the first gym until you're all your pokemon are at least level 10 it definitely makes it easier because i did go to the first gym when they were like level three and i had my butt oh my handed gosh, to me you were obliterated so and maybe that's and maybe it's again it's, it's so a fast. mind shift change for me that i have to have playing the game because uh i'm so used to like you gotta get in there you gotta grind them you gotta build them up and but part of it is playing all, as many side missions as you can. Mm-hmm. A, because to the side missions build the world. Because there's a lot of, of world in this action. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say this. When you're in what they call the wild area, it's kind of the open world area. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of, hey, such and such Pokemon and such and such a Pokemon are in this area. You should look for them and try to catch them for your Pokedex. Mm-hmm. And so you do have that. But even that fits into the story mm-hmm. for me. So because you are trying you are trying to catch them all. Yeah. Um so it I guess it's just a I'm I'm much more story minded than I yeah. am. I get that. Other So here's a question for you. Because this is one of the things that I also found frustrating. When you're in the wild areas, more than a few times mm-hmm. I've come across Pokemon that are monumentously huge. Oh no, I dodged those. That, well, that's my problem is like you, they, they wipe out my team. 
Mm-hmm. And even if I get them to the point where they're low, you can't capture them because they are beyond your skill set. Um, and to me, I found that frustrating. I know why they did. They're trying to build a world of where it goes, hey, come back to this mm-hmm. area later. But again, maybe it's again, I'm just too wrapped up in from the old where when you're in an area, the area they, they built the game so that, yes, there were things you couldn't do until you leveled up. Mm-hmm. But the Pokemon you experienced were in your level. Like in the first one, like there were like secret areas you had to go to. Yeah. But you had to unlock a cut ability or fly ability or swim ability to get to those areas. Yeah. But even then, when you cut, like I remember this one, like there's like a little, there's a tree in the way. Yeah. You had to get cut. Once you cut and got into the other area, you were fighting Pokemon that were roughly your your size. See, that's because you grinded as you went. Mm-hmm. Because it took me a couple towns to figure out that I needed to run around in the grass before I moved on to the next town because I was like, eh, I'll level up as I go. Mm-hmm. Like, on the trek there, I will encounter Pokemon, which you do. But I wasn't looking at it as a, it's going to take me a while to get high enough to fight the next battle. Mm-hmm. So I oftentimes ran into Pokemon that I could not fight mm. and had was having to go back and grind. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's just a matter of strategies the way that we both yeah. look at the game. We both strategize differently. Right. Well, what are some changes that are in this new one that you do like? Um, I like the camping because again, it's it to, to me, while I do get connected to certain Pokemon, like I don't care what team I'm playing Gyarados is on it. <laughs> um, I have currently all fire Pokemon. Oh, wow. Except for Gyarados. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Gyarados just stays on my team. But I like the camping because, A, it adds a different element to it. Um, and then you also have the cooking, which, depending on what you put into the curry, mm-hmm. um, which, because it's still very... <laughs> very foreign even (laughs) even though it's supposed to be based in great britain um depending on what you put into the curry you can level up or even evolve a pokemon right so that is something it's it's nice that it's not all battle it feels less like a a fight where you're put just putting the animals in to fight each other for entertainment Mm. um i enjoy the fact that you can see the pokemon as you go that is interesting. That like, is a, definitely a more interesting because it does allow you to go. Is there, I would, I'll give you this. I like that because of the fact that in red and blue, more than one time, because you have to run through the grass area for certain reasons. Right. And my Pokemon are all flatlining. And I'm like, no, don't. And you, because it, it's random battles. Yeah. And you don't know where it's going to happen. In this one, there have been a few times where my characters were all flatlining. I'm trying to get to a Pokestop. Or to um, a pokey, um, not Pokestop. Yeah, Pokestop. Yeah, it's Pokestop. And I'm like, nope, avoiding, avoiding. Yeah. And then one comes running out at you. Oh, God. And you're like, <laughs> no. Um, I, I appreciate that because it does give you the option to avoid the Zubats. Mm-hmm. Although in this one they use, I haven't seen so many Zubats. I've seen the Golbat. Mm-hmm. And I've seen one that is simply terrifying to think of. The the woo woo bat. It mm-hmm. looks like a sheep with wings. <laughs> like I'm like I want to cuddle you, but fangs. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's terrifying to me because I'm like you're so cute. Oh my god, those teeth. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so I appreciate that you can see the Pokemon mm-hmm. because it does give you that option to go, nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you already have one, you don't end up having to fight 15 bajillion of them. Yeah. Like, I've already captured this one. Or, alternatively, if you haven't captured one, like the last one passed out, mm-hmm. you can go, oh, wait, I need this one. Exactly, exactly. All right, so kind of final questions for the for about the games. Mm-hmm. What, so for me, I, I, and I've, I've been trying to break this, I find myself leaning more on the 150 than other ones. Mm-hmm. Like I go, oh, this is a Clefairy. Oh, it's a Growlithe. Oh, it's a Pikachu. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, because like for me, it's hit my nostalgia level. Right. And I'm trying to break that. But out of the Pokemon that you've been playing with, what have been like, what's like your top two favorites? Um, Obviously Gyarados. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- not because of any nostalgia, just I like Gyarados because Gyarados is a big bad dragon. Even though it's technically not a dragon type, that is a type. Dragon yeah. type is a type. Um, even though Gyarados is not a dragon, but it's it's Gyarados, it's Nessie. <laughs> um, and I'd have to say the others, it, I don't necessarily have a favorite. I like my starter, yeah. which is a fire bunny. Yeah. Uh, it, I think the starter name is Scorbunny, but right now it's like Cinderace <laughs> was really funny when he got to his like in-between stage mm-hmm. because he looked like the cool kid <laughs> that was too cool for school and he's just going to throw fire at you. But <laughs> I really, I really like Scorbunny um, slash Cinderace now. Right. I don't remember what the middle one was called because... They're just solid, like solid Pokemons. They're strong. They're the design's pretty good. Um, that and there's this one move that Scorbunny does where he takes a rock and he does a soccer move, and you can tell they had legitimately like mapped out an actual soccer player. He becomes uh, Raboot. Raboot. Oh yeah, because he's the rabbit. And then Cinderace. Yeah. yeah, he's Cinderace right now for me. Um, but it's like. He does the whole thing that soccer players do where they kind of kick the ball a little bit and then they hit it with like the side of their foot Mm -hmm. and it goes rock, rock, rock. And then when he hits it with his side of his foot, it turns into this fireball. (laughs) So, and also just found out that he has just got a move that I hadn't played with yet until this morning called bounce, (laughs) which is fun. Right. And he pulls the rabbit move and is like, boing. Right up, other player takes a turn. Then it's your turn again, and he comes down. That's pretty cool. So it's basically a dodge and a de- a um not a defense, offense at the right. same time. That's pretty neat. It's defensive and offensive at the same time. That's cool. So mine, I'm, I always love Growlithe. Like that's just my dude. Growlithe's a cute puppy. He is, and um, so I like Growlithe. Uh, my starter, I like my starter. I start off with Sobble, which was the water. And then he evolved into Drizzle, which is basically like all of a sudden he became a, a fan of like all the emo bands. <laughs> he, he became a uh, My Chemical Romance fan. Yeah, exactly. Overnight. Like, that's Sobble. And so I really enjoy playing with Sobble. Um, I definitely try to, like like you, I try to plan for the, the what I'm going into. Yeah. But I try to have a variety of Pokemon that are across the board mm-hmm. as far as styles. 
which has been difficult because like, like you said, like I looked it up. There's like 15, 20 different types of Pokemon. Yeah, there is. And so it's become difficult. Like you really have to know your area. And so I'm trying to like train up all of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. I do also side note, appreciate that you can go send them to do jobs. Mm -hmm. Cause that is like when you would leave them with the babysitter, except you get coin. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So you, you go tell the computer, Hey, I have this, 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 and this Pokemon. You can send them from your box. Right. So even if it's one that you've never played with, they Mm -hmm. come back and they've leveled up. Exactly. Which is a pretty cool system. It really is. Change. Because then when you go, hey, I need I need this type of Pokemon. Oh, I caught this one. Let me use it. You're not pulling a level eight when you need a level 40. <laughs> exactly. All right. Cool. Well, guys, I want to hear from you. Like, what's your favorite Pokemon? What's been your favorite Pokemon game? Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon you like to play with? Uh, let are us know. You, are you excited about the new MOBA? Yeah. Well, that's a, I forgot to mention that. There's a we, uh, we just found out last week there's a new MOBA coming, coming out. Which is they describe as kind of being leagues, League of Legends meets Pokemon, which sounds interesting. I'm pretty excited about it because a it's going to be a free download on the Switch, mm-hmm. but b it's also going to be one you can download on mobile. Mm-hmm. So and it'll have crossplay. Yeah. So you and I can play together right. with one of us on our phone, which would be pretty neat. Yeah, we like games that we can play together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if we ever get another switch so that we both have one yeah instead of just singularly having a switch mm-hmm. um we will probably buy more than we'll buy another splatoon yeah legitimately that's one of the issues that we run into is well, we have one switch so one of us can play pokemon at a time which is probably why i'm a little farther than you are mm-hmm. because i'll i pl- will often like you'll be playing something else and i'm like i'm gonna play the switch yeah. and so i'll switch out multiple games yeah Exactly. All right, guys. Well, Celeste, um, anything else we need to discuss? I think we're good. Uh, right. We we might possibly have a bonus podcast coming out. We don't know about that. Right. We'll see. We'll You'll see. see. <laughs> it depends. It's, it's, it's kind of late right now while we're recording. We, we might need to go eat dinner and then see. <laughs> so, uh, but hey, check it out. want to remind you guys, we will be at GeekCon this yes. year. Yes. We'll and have a booth. We'll have a booth there. Absolutely. Not just we're there. Come find us. Like we're going to be in a stationary location. Yeah. So once you find us, we're there. And uh, here's here's the deal. What we're doing, guys. We're going to have some some cards at our our station that we're encouraging people to take a card and find one person. Just find one person in the con, and the cards are designed are going to say something on it to let people know the love they cared for. It has some resources on it. So if you come to Geek Con, we want you to grab one of those cards and be intentional about showing some love to people. We're also looking at doing a giveaway while we're there. Yeah, that's that's in the planning. So, um, lots of cool stuff happening at GeekCon. We're excited about it. Want to encourage you guys to be here, be part of that. Um, we're also going to have. I'm working on in the background, just kind of a special edition shirt for GeekCon. Oh. That because uh, here's the cool thing: the guy who does our shirts, yeah, is going to have a booth there, and he's going to be selling our shirts there. He is. So, want to encourage you guys uh, to pick up one of the special edition shirts that, at the con. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. All right, Celeste, you want to land this plane? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, or leave a review, or check us out on Podchaser. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love.